Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Friday, May 15th. This is episode number 924. Today, I'm going to air part two of my interview with Savannah and Ryan Bates. And we're going to be talking a little bit about how you can care for a family that's expecting a baby, both pre-delivery and postpartum. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I appreciate you guys listening today. I know a lot of you have been really encouraged by Savannah and Ryan's testimony and just their willingness to say, hey, you know, sometimes it can be really difficult walking through uh, labor and delivery and postpartum. And we appreciate hearing from you. If you've got questions or you guys want to engage with us about this, you can do that by sending me a message at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. And uh, today we're going to talk more about their experience and then pass on some of that information to you that you can use to really uh, provide for and care for your family uh, as you guys welcome new babies into your families. Also wanted to let you guys know that I've got an essential oils class coming up talking about managing stress and anxiety, particularly uh, in a time like like it is right now. I know you guys are going to be encouraged. And so I'm going to be sharing my story along with several other teachers. And we're going to talk to you guys about essential oils. And I think we actually might hit on oils for uh, labor and delivery and postpartum. Uh, It'd be another great way to do this. And Savannah and Ryan have a lot of information on that for sure. Uh, That is a class that airs on the 19th. So the 19th through the 22nd, that's a four-day class on Facebook. Or we're going to do it another one on May the 20th. So coming up just next week, uh, we're going to be having these classes. You can register for that at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash oils. All the registration links are at the top of that page. All right. We're going to take you guys midway into my conversation with Savannah and Ryan Bates. Yeah, it was so good. Ryan, when you see your wife like that and you realize I can't fix this, like I'm the, I'm supposed to take care of her. I'm her husband. And I mean, I wonder for you, I think about the men who are listening to this right now. Oh, heck no. I'm not taking my wife to my mom's house when hell freezes over. You know what I mean? Was it hard for you? I mean, obviously we have a good relationship. So I know that there are people listening who really do have bad relationships who couldn't do it. But for you as Savannah's protector and her provider, um, what goes through your head when you're watching her with a new baby and you think I got to do something different? Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, as, as, and to the husbands out there, it is, it's a really, it's a really difficult place to be because you want to um, do everything you can to provide and support and protect and there's there's a certain level of helplessness that you really feel um, because the t- frankly the tears just keep coming they oh, just yeah. don't stop and so you know you want to be able to even even if you're doing all the right things right you want to be able to just listen but then it happens again and yeah. again and again and so it's really difficult and at the same time too um, you know most husbands through all this are sleep deprived most yep. husbands have you know I am I have my own emotional stuff that I'm trying to process through. And so um, it's just an interesting weight. Um, but I would add, I think it's, it's a beautiful responsibility at the same time to uh, be able to be there to really provide for your wife mm-hmm. at um, just such a crucial and important moment. And so it's, it's a hard thing. And so a cu- couple things that I would um, just encourage guys with. Number one, expect it. Expect that this will happen. Expect that this will be difficult. It might not always look the same. You know, there will be varying lengths of difficulty, um, but there will be tears. I can basically guarantee that. And um, And it doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. Exactly. Yeah, you're not doing anything wrong. That's that's perfectly normal. Um, And so expect that it will happen. Even biblically, right? Jesus says, he says, expect trials of various kinds Mm -hmm. and expect that this will happen. It's abnormal if suffering does not come on us. Mm -hmm. And so, and you especially 
see that um, in in a moment like this. Mm-hmm. And so, and then uh, secondly, you know, there's actually some biblically, I think there's some encouragement that we can that we can get from it. In Romans eight, um, it talks about just the really the analogy of birth as anticipating a new creation. And so mm-hmm. it says that that the earth groans, and I think especially right now we can look outside and Hello. we can see we can see the groaning, right? Yeah. We can see it. Sure. And so and so this this beautiful but painful and difficult process. Um, it teaches us something about God. It teaches us something about where the world is heading and what God's doing in the world um, in a really beautiful and profound way. And um, that, that wouldn't be true without the suffering. And then, um, you know, in God, he also, he gives us encouragement in the midst of that. And so that same chapter, God says that he works all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And I'm pretty sure that postpartum anxiety, that the stress of all of the postpartum stuff, that mm-hmm. fits into the all things category. And yeah. so be encouraged by that. And ways that um, that husbands can be there for their wives, um, they can expect that this will happen. Number two, just be present. Be as present as humanly possible. Just be there. Just sit there. Just let her cry on your shoulder, right? Don't, don't give her a hard time. Just let the tears come. You don't necessarily have to fix it. You know, yeah. try to find some, some things that work. One thing that was uh, just on a real practical level, one thing that was really helpful was essential oils, right? We were, yeah. there was like a, it was like a oil conference like an, in there. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was essential like oil bombs all the time. going yeah, off in our house exactly. all the time. We did, we did like bergamot behind your ears that really helped. We did all mm-hmm. kinds of things. We were diffusing. They were on your ankles. Oh, yeah. We yeah. could do a whole podcast on just that. We totally yeah. should. Postpartum oils. Yeah. I was taking the oils too, man. I was yeah, like, Give me were. some of that stuff. Anti-anxiety, baby. <laughs> so we definitely have uh, we definitely have some of that. But, yeah. Um, and yeah. so there's some practical things. So pursue those things. Figure, you know, yeah. figure those things out, but also anticipate that you're not going to just find the solution. You're not going to just apply just the right oil or give just the right medication that makes it all go away because it yeah. won't. It just takes time. Yeah. Um, and, ju- and so just your presence is huge. And I yeah. think... I think also being willing to um, – I know a lot of guys can be really independent. Mm-hmm. And so being willing to sort of spread out that support group, yeah. get as many people as will help your wife as possible. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it looked like at 11 at night, driving almost 45 minutes you mm-hmm. know, through the backwoods up yeah. to your house so that Savannah could just cry on your shoulder. You yeah. know, and that's huge. There's nothing, there's nothing I could do other than that. There wasn't something I could say at that moment or that week <laughs> that made everything go away. And so yeah. it's just a hard season. And so I think just endurance is, is a huge thing, just enduring through it, being a shoulder to cry on. Sure, pursue some practical solutions. But, um, and then finally, I would just say, know that it has an end date. Know that yeah. it will come to an end. This too shall pass. Mm-hmm. And that's what it did. Because I think even for guys, it feels like this is forever. You know, do, do I get my wife back after right, this? Right, right. Is she going to come back? Where is she going? Because she's going to be okay. This very, like, sort of peaceful, very yeah. sort of quiet. She's the opposite of me. You know, very, <laughs> very just sort of, you know, she's like the swan glides across the water, and you've got this, mm-hmm. you know, sobbing swan. Oh, but you're yeah. not, you know, you're wondering. And I do yeah. think uh, that at one point I remember Savannah telling me, it wasn't like this with the boys. And I was like, yes, it was. Like, I, you don't remember, but I, I do. don't think it was that bad. It was bad. <laughs> it, I do remember crying. I don't remember the anxiety and not being yeah, able to sleep. I do sleep. think that was different. That the, was different. The, like the, the physical manifestation of anxiety was it, definitely like, worse this everything time. everything worse. And I do think part of it probably came from just all the COVID stuff going Absolutely. on. I mean, I had extra stress on me for months, well, yeah. months, for weeks before it even yeah. Feels like months, I know. <laughs> like years. I know we fell down the rabbit hole. It's oh like Groundhog Day every day now. <laughs> yeah, so there was definitely extra, um, extra things. But yeah, Ryan was such a support to me, and it's so important um, to have that. And he was just there. I mean, he would, 
I feel like when you're in that spot, sometimes I didn't know what to do, but other times it was like, like with going to your house, I'm like, I need this. Like, yeah. I know that I need it. I need it. And he'd be like, okay, we're doing it. Yeah. Um, when we were in the hospital, he hadn't eaten. <laughs> we brought a lot of snacks, but you hadn't had like a meal. And they actually told him, um, you can, you can leave the hospital and go like drive through somewhere as long as you're back before 830. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, go do that. Like, get yourself some food. Yeah. I mean, I was like trying to share. Oh, I my, remember this. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. was trying to share my hospital food with him, but I'm like really hungry because <laughs> you know I just had a baby, and there is a and hospital food tastes terrible. Oh, yeah, so. that's true. It yeah, was gross. Right. I didn't even care. I ate it all. <laughs> all anyway, the pudding, so all the like, applesauce. I mean, he had already been helping me so much. I'm like, yeah, go. And then he went. He got his coat on and everything, and he went to reach for the door to leave. And I just started. He looked over at me, and I just started sobbing. Oh. I was like. Please don't go. <laughs> like, I could not handle it, like, the yeah. thought of him leaving me. And yeah. he was just with me. There were some nights where I was sitting up because I couldn't sleep because I had such bad anxiety. And I felt so bad, but I would end up just waking him up because I couldn't be alone. I just couldn't handle being alone. And I would just be like, I don't know what to do. Mm. And he's like, it's okay. I'll go get you a glass of water. Like, you know, I mean, he just... <laughs> Stumbling to the he sink. He was helpful. And I was also struggling with engorgement um, yeah. as well, which was hard. These are all the things people and, don't talk about. You know, like, it's, oh, breastfeeding is so sweet. Yeah. yeah. That was horrible. It's horrible. And like, so we the went, first few days are pretty horrible. We went to see a lactation consultant, and she was like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. You were mm-hmm. so encouraged. That looks like it's on the edge of mastitis, and I'm already, like, you know, struggling with all this stuff. Yeah. Well, Ryan, it's just these little things that he did. Like, he um he started recording her on his phone so I could listen to it so later. So you wouldn't forget. Yeah. She was giving me so much information. He's like, I'm going to record this. So he turned on and he was recording it. And then we got home and I, she had taught me how to like hand express and stuff, but I couldn't figure it out. And I was crying again because I was so discouraged. Yeah. So he goes and looks up like how to hand express milk. <laughs> He's a renaissance He's, man. Oh, man. He was helping with just things. I mean, he never like. You never thought you'd be doing that. It's like, I found this really awkward no, video. Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> He's like, I am not watching it, but you watch this. I think it will help you. So, and it did help you. It did, yeah. It did help you. And, and I, I just, think that's so cool. It meant a lot to me. I was yeah. like, wow, like, I know this is really weird for you. And yeah. just to think outside of the box of yeah. ways to help that were practical. I love that. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it is is just little things, you know, because, again, there's no big thing. There's no magic formula. There's no one thing you can say or one pill you can get. And so little things, you know, filling up her water bottle like mm-hmm. five times a day. Yeah, right. She drinks like a camel. So much water. <laughs> so much water. <laughs> and so fill up her water bottle, you know, ask if she needs anything, get her some food, even if she doesn't eat it. And then don't yeah. get frustrated when she doesn't eat right. it. <laughs> and so I think at one point I just grabbed her. I was like, all right, you can have this, 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 this or this. So I'm going to get all of them and bring them to you. And then you can choose and so you get five things like i only want this one and then you have two bites of that and then we throw it all away that's all right that's okay you know i get it (laughs) and so i think a lot of it really is just the little things just just trying to do the little things as much as you can yeah um, Yeah. knowing that it'll pass and i think too you guys have done um such a good job of, of kind of yielding to the situation that you're in you know you sort of bend to it and you adapt when you're in it and we discover, again, just that power of community and how important family is to be able to come around and just to have all those hands holding Juniper, you know, so mm-hmm. that if at some point you could fall asleep, Savannah, or Ryan could sleep at some point, you knew that that baby was being taken care of. Yeah. So you weren't worried about it. And just, you know, we were all together under, you know, one re- it, was, it was loud. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was really loud for a couple of days. I was like, wow, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot how loud it is. And we <laughs> raised seven kids. You'd think, you know. 
you wouldn't forget. But I know there was a point you and I, I, I couldn't sleep one night either. I think there was a probably part of me was taking on your stress a little bit. And I couldn't sleep. My shed hormones. Yeah, you shed hormones. I, swear Savannah, I was just shedding thing. hormones everywhere. Yeah. All, over. all the women were crying. It, yeah. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was a cry it's fest. From me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cry fest. But I remember uh, coming downstairs. So I, I woke up and you had texted me and said you couldn't you couldn't sleep and you were having such a hard time. And so I got out of bed, went downstairs and sat down in the library just kind of waiting for you. And you came down about an hour later and we had a conversation and you were talking to me about a combination of drugs you were taking. And I was like, oh my goodness. That gives me horrible anxiety. And it was like this light bulb moment. And we decided to have you stop taking it because you were taking it for pain, but you were doing better. Yeah. We decided to have you stop taking it. And I felt like the Lord just at four in the morning, whatever, we're sitting down there talking and it was like, oh, we should try that. Yeah. It was so, within 24 hours. Yeah. You started making a really big change right around that time. Yeah. And I think that the anxiety and stuff was already there, but I think that the drugs were making it worse, making it worse, way worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was huge. And that felt like the Lord. Mm-hmm. It was like in that moment when we were talking, I was like, this is the Lord. Yeah. Thank you, God. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, was really very, yeah. that was very encouraging. And when you crested that hill. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, we're new. and I know Ryan could see it, you know, the next day we could absolutely see like you'd gone, like you went, I think one point you went four hours without crying and we're like, you just went. You just went four hours without crying. That was amazing. Yeah, we're getting better. Here's your trophy. <laughs> yeah, your trophy is happiness. Um, yeah, and it started. That's when we started doing the like way more of the essential oils. We mm-hmm. really upped that. We really started doing a lot of things all at once. Yes, and we it did. all was definitely helping. Yeah. And Ryan and I had a moment too where we were. Um, we went. We ran home to get some things, and on the way back, we just listened to worship music, and mm-hmm. we just like blasted worship music in the car. And we were praying together and just um, thanking the Lord for the things that we had seen him in. Mm-hmm. And doing that was like, it was like with the essential oils, I was resetting my body and not taking those drugs mm-hmm. and then resetting us spiritually and getting focused back on the Lord again. And it was that that time mm-hmm. when I really started to turn a corner mm-hmm. and um, it was huge. And I think so. it's just encouraging, like everybody could see it. Yeah. But I guess, um, and we gotta, we're gonna be out of time here in just a second. But I guess what I, what I really loved about watching you guys do that is we saw the Lord moving, mm-hmm. and we saw Him answer prayer. And when you started to feel better, you were like, "Oh, it really wasn't that long." Because when you're in it, you're like, oh, "It's been two weeks," but it was like two days. Yeah, right. It was two or three days of just really awful. And I was so uh, encouraged, just as a mom, to watch the two of you work together. And I loved, loved watching Ryan take care of you. Yeah. Um, there's nothing that parents want more for their kids than to see that relationship develop and flourish and grow. Cause your kids are watching, they're watching, they're watching how you uh, do family. You're teaching them a lot right now. So I think that's awesome. If we're, we're going to kind of wrap this up, but if you, I want just for a second for you guys to just maybe just one thing that comes to your mind, Ryan, and one thing that comes to your mind, Savannah, to the, the the mom and dad right now who are getting ready to have a baby in the middle of a pandemic and they're scared like you were. Mm. And to the mom who is listening to this and maybe she's, you know, a week out and she's feeling hopeless and like, she, like what in the world I get myself into. Can you just speak life? Mm. Um, and maybe we'll just have, um, maybe Ryan, you can maybe just close this out in prayer too. And we can just speak life over those, uh, those families right now. Yeah. Um, I would just say that there are lots of things in life that are hard mm. and 
it's in different ways. Birth has been hard every time I do it. Mm -hmm. But God is so with us. He is so with us. And it comforted me to no end to know that Jesus understands suffering and he has walked that road, not the road of giving birth. <laughs> right. But he created that road though. But he came. He came into our world. He didn't have to do that. And yeah. he died on the cross for our sins and he understood what it was like to struggle mentally. Like yeah. even if you look at him in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he was crying and sweating blood. Uh, because he was so stressed, so yeah. riddled with anxiety over what he knew the father was asking him to do. And um, when we co go into birth and things, we're filled with anxiety and that's okay. Yeah, It's okay to be afraid and it's okay. Um, Christ knows what that's like mm -hmm. and he is our ultimate comforter and he is with us in those times. And it really helped me to look at the ways that he was with us because even through the hard things, I could see I could see his grace and mm -hmm. I could see where he was answering prayers and where he was with us. He truly is near mm -hmm. to the brokenhearted. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. And then also don't be afraid to ask for help. Be honest with people. I think that sometimes we can get kind of weird about birth where we think that it's supposed to be like Pinterest perfect. And right, right. Everything like we, you know, I'm on even on Facebook, like you'll see lots of cute pictures of Junie that I've posted. Mm -hmm. And I have said, I said on there that I had struggled. I didn't go into all of it because mm -hmm. it's Facebook. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, so, but I think that it's so important that we're honest with ourselves of where we're at and that we're able to be honest with our spouse, honest mm -hmm. with our doctor, honest mm -hmm. with our family and the friends, the people around us. Um, and that that is okay. It's yeah. okay to struggle and you don't need to feel guilt over it. Mm -hmm. Like I was just struggling so bad that I was like, what were we thinking? Well, it doesn't mean I don't love my daughter. Like mm -hmm. I'm so happy to have her. But in the moment, I wasn't feeling happy about it. And right. that's okay. Yeah. I don't need to feel guilt over that either. It's just something that you have to walk through and yeah. it. It just needs the time. It takes time. It's so good and, to have people around you when you feel that way who can yeah. speak truth over you. Oh, can yeah. can speak life over you when you can't hear it because you're so tired and sleep deprived and whatever else. Just to have people around you that are speaking mm -hmm. life. Yep. And listen yeah. to worship music. Yeah. I listen. I couldn't like sit that there and read my Bible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The Peace Album. We listen to it all the time. And now Juniper loves it. Mm -hmm. So when she's fussy. I Is it Bethel, on. you guys? Is it, who who does I think that? So I think yeah. it's like all of their really awesome worship music. I remember telling you about it because someone had told me, and I was listening to it. It's like all their awesome worship music just toned down. Yeah, it's like down. lullaby type music, mm -hmm. but it's worship stuff, Beautiful. and it's just filled. Oh yeah, that helped so much. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, there's that, and then for people like if you know a mom who's going to be giving birth right now, like just have extra grace for them. Mm -hmm. Like know that right now it is an exceptionally stressful time to yeah. give birth mm -hmm. and you already are dealing with all the hormones and stuff. So when stuff is going on outside, like I was afraid, I didn't know how to handle it. Like, mm -hmm. what do I, do I let people hold her? Do mm -hmm. I, you know, all these things are like racing through my mind. And I so appreciated people just having patience and grace with me as mm -hmm. I tried to figure out how we were going to handle the pandemic with our family. Mm -hmm. um, in this time of giving birth, I, I was really good about quarantining us before we went to the hospital because I didn't want us to get sick with anything because I didn't want to risk Ryan not being able to come with us. It's just not you, like they tested him, but whatever. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you just do what you have to do. Yeah. And um, Everyone needs extra grace right now. And I think especially moms who are going through that mm -hmm. need extra grace because we're all trying to figure it out. And you also have hormones that are making you crazy. It makes it harder to figure things out. <laughs> we'll say that. Um, but yeah. And so for other people, like just reach out to 
those moms. Like it helped me so much to have you guys support me and mm-hmm. it helped me so much to have Ryan supporting me. And it only really lasted a week for me. Yeah. It was a very intense week. But I think if I hadn't had that support, it would have lasted a lot longer. No question. Yeah. I a lot that's longer. Really true. So the support made all the difference. Yeah. I love that. Ryan? Um, yeah, I would just I would just echo uh, much of what Savannah said. I just think really um, leaning into the presence of the Lord, leaning into the promises of the Lord. Um, suffering is, is really interesting in the, in the sense that suffering always reveals what your theology is. Mm-hmm. It always reveals where you're putting your functional trust. And so even allowing a process like this, allowing something difficult like this to um, shift your functional trust so that you're able to lean more and more on the Lord because mm-hmm. you realize, and we're experiencing this during uh, this pandemic as well, mm-hmm. so many things things that we've taken for granted, so many things that we trust in and that we count on being there, mm-hmm. whether it's our emotional state, whatever it is, so many of those things are being threatened or taken away. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an opportunity to just really press into the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so press mm-hmm. into the Lord, you know, re- rehearse those promises. Um, surround yourself with people who really can speak life. Surround yourself with people who will be encouraging. Um, and I think even, you know, if you're in a situation where you, um, as a husband or as a family member who is helping a mom who is going through some postpartum stuff, just continue to be gracious, continue to speak life. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things about truth is that even if it feels like it's only scratching the surface, it's not. Mm-hmm. Right? God's word does not come back in vain. God's word always goes out. It always mm-hmm. has an effect. Um, yeah. And, and just trust that, that God is a God who is there. He's there, not, not just in, in the sense that he's there with you in that room right now. Yes, that's true. But also one of the unique things about Christianity is that we worship a God who suffered. And that is completely unique. No other religion, no other worldview can claim that. We worship a God who bled in the garden because of the anxiety that he was under. Mm -hmm. He was so anxious that he literally sweat drops of blood. And so so trust that that's the God that we worship. Um, And then surround yourself, men, with support as well. Find a guy, find a father, somebody who's gone through this who you can talk to about what's going on in you. And um, and continue to trust the Lord through the process because it does have an end date and God brings just beautiful things um, out of this hardship, both in you and through you to mm-hmm. others. It's so good. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up today. And I want to let you guys know, too, I was thinking about Ryan was just talking about, you know, uh, the promises of God. And I've actually written a book called Bible Promises for Moms, and it's really cheap. <laughs> it's like three dollars and ninety nine cents on Amazon. We've uh, watched people buy those in bulk, you know, get like 10 of them and just start giving them out to your mom friends. This is a really great time to just lean into uh, the promises of God. Ryan and Savannah, it's just been a joy to have you guys here. I'm just really ridiculously proud of you and uh, love to watch you grow in your family together. It's so good. Oh, we love you. Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you so much for your support through all of this. And so I may have died if it wasn't for you. (laughs) Ryan, you mind praying us out? I do not mind at all. Let's pray. Uh, Father, we thank you so much for your faithfulness to us. God, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for for our beautiful baby girl. Lord, thank you for Savannah. Thank you for um, your faithfulness to us through this. Thank you that you are a God who knows what it's like to be anxious. You are a God who knows what it's like to um, to you know to be so stressed out to the point where it, it feels like it's all consuming, Lord. But um, you are the one who is faithful to carry us through that, and so we just praise you for that, Lord. I pray for all of the moms who are out there. I pray for the moms who are um, even going to be giving birth during this time, moms who are anticipating that. I pray for family members, Lord. I pray for um, support units, those who are. I pray for grandparents. I pray for uh, parents of young kids during this time, that you would be with them, Lord, that 
you would um, just infuse them with your grace, infuse them with your presence, God, and um, just just equip us and strengthen us to trust you, to lean on you no matter what. And so use this time to refine us, make us wiser, make us stronger, Lord, as we um, walk out everything that you've called us to do, Lord, with your presence. So we praise you. We praise you today. We love you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening, you guys. We really appreciate it. Hope this has been encouraging for you. Uh, something you don't know about Savannah and Ryan, because I forgot to say it, uh, is that they are the authors of Kid Strong, which is part of the Mom Strong International Bible Study that's released every month. And uh, they do an awesome job working together at helping you disciple your children. So if you want more information on that, you can find out about the ministry that is Mom Strong International at momstronginternational.com. Thanks for listening today, everybody. I know it's a little bit longer, but it's a pandemic. You got no place to be, so I hope it encouraged you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you back here again next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. <laughs>